Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I love me some Nirvana. <laughs> and since it was about a boy this week for Supernatural, we had to play about, about a, boy. a boy. But then we should probably just shake it off. Shake it off? Am I right? Shake it off. Shake it off. Gosh, it was an amazing episode. <laughs> episode 12, About a Boy. Welcome, After Buzzers, back to another Supernatural After Show. And tonight we're going to be talking to Teen Dean, played by actor Dylan Everett, and also uh, talking to Tina, which is by Madeline Arthur. But we have Dylan right now on the line. Dylan, how are you? Thank you for joining After Buzz. Are you there? We got you there. I think we lost him. Did we lose him? Well. No, he's here. He's here. There might be a delay. I can hear you. Perfect. Hi, Dylan. (laughs) Hello. How's it going? I'm very good. How are you guys? We're We're great. We're doing great. You have a little bit of a time difference where you are, right? A little bit, yeah. It's a little late (laughs) over here. I've uh, been trying not to fall asleep for for the last couple hours. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. And staying (laughs) awake. Absolutely. No, it's a pleasure to have you, Dylan. Um, what an amazing episode tonight was. We previously have seen you on Supernatural playing young Dean, and tonight you graced our screens as teen Dean. Talk us through like how it was to be back on set with the guys and what your experience was this time around. Well, you know, I, I knew what I was getting into, which which was very nice, you know, having portrayed young Dean before, but uh, this go was a little... A little bit different feel to it, uh, you know, being that I was I was playing thirty uh, year old Jensen trapped <laughs> in Young Dean's uh, Teen Dean's body, so that was a, that was a bit of a curveball for me uh, when I when I got the call from Adam and he pitched the idea to me. Um, but I remember thinking, oh my gosh, what what a great opportunity! I mean, I, I thought last time, you know, uh, it was going to be amazing. You know, I get to, to portray Dean Winchester and 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 you know, I get to, to jump into Jensen Ackles' shoes and kind of get lost in that world but to even take that uh, a step further this time was was totally exciting yeah you did so well i was watching you and in the shrugs and, and the way you were just doing everything i was like oh my god that's dean <laughs> yeah you fully embodied him as as himself and it was yeah it was really really it was like we were watching Relatable, Jensen believable 15 years earlier <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, one of the one of the best pieces of advice I got was actually from Jared, um, and and I'll never forget it. He goes, you know, Jensen's a model, so he's very expressive in his face mm-hmm. and his body, and he goes, that's what makes Jensen Jensen is is his mannerisms and and the way he he walks and the way he talks and the way he carries himself and. These are the things that make him stand out, and these are the, are the things that people pick up on and love about him. So, it's very important that you know you you really nail those and really incorporate that into your performance. And so, I mean, you know, hearing that, I just I, I really wanted to make sure that any little thing that I could pick up of that you know Jensen Jensen was doing in his performance, and then and and you know put it into mine. I really wanted to make sure that that came across on camera as well. That's a great piece of advice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And it did. It came across very well. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jared was sort of like my my, my teen bean guru a little bit. <laughs> and it was another thing he said. He said, you know what? No one knows Dean Winchester other than Jensen better than me. And he goes, and, you know, if, if there's any anything that, you know, I think might be out of character or, or you know, a little thing that I think uh, uh, Jensen would do, um, I'm just going to lay it on you and, and let you know. And I was like, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, open season, you just let me know if there's anything that I can do. And he did, man. And he was he was totally Johnny on the spot and, and giving me tips and, and, and being like, hey, man, you know, try this for this take. And I'd, I'd take that and incorporate it into the next take. And it was awesome, man. I mean, I, I really can't thank uh, Jared enough for, for uh, you know, really helping me get into uh, to Jensen's mind. Yeah, it absolutely sounds like an amazing experience, especially to have Jensen himself giving you all this info from a character he's played now for the last 10 years. And uh, I think he was definitely proud of uh, what you did because I read in that he said to The Hollywood Reporter, Dylan, that uh, he thought you knocked it out of the park. So, I mean, that is probably the hugest compliment you could receive. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the guy's James Dean. He's, he's the coolest guy in the world, man. <laughs> He brings that into his performance, and and it's you're right. I mean, to to hear that coming from him, it, it truly is the biggest compliment I could get. And I mean, you know what? For all for every, everyone in the world could could be you know uh, you know, happy with the performance, but if if Jensen wasn't happy with it, then I mean, it, at the end of the day, it wouldn't matter. I mean, that's his character, man. And and I really wanted to make sure that he was happy with it, and made sure you know he felt that uh, justice was done. So I'm, I can't, I'm really happy to hear that, and I'm, I'm really glad that he was pleased with it. Well, this season, Dean has been struggling with Demon Dean and the Mark of Cain and trying to decide what he's going to do with this. And with him being Teen Dean, the Mark hadn't overtaken him yet. Do you think that he should have stayed Teen Dean for a little while, or do you think it's a good idea that he went back to being himself? You know what? I'm sure if they had a little bit more time to kind of think about it, they they might have reconsidered everything. Uh, that being said, you know, with what happened, it just happened, and you know, he had to make a judgment call in the heat of the moment, and and that judgment call was, you know, what I I need to be myself so that I I can be with Sam and that, you know, I can help him and we we can continue to live our lives. You know, I, I can't do that as a team dean, like mm-hmm. you said, he's a little bit dewier. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how well that would have gone over, but um, I mean, ultimately, I think uh, I think you know Dean needs to be where Dean is comfortable, and he made that decision for a reason. It's because he knew that in his heart that was the right decision, and you know what? They'll they'll find another way to deal with the market cane. And so I mean, you know what? I think I think ultimately Dean followed his heart, and uh, he pulled the Dean Winchester. You know. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And I mean, he would miss out then on what was it? The alcohol, the girls, you have to go back yeah. to school. That's a lot of downsides. The Impala. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, he couldn't have driven that in Paula, so and I don't think that would have flown with uh, with Jensen or Dean. So. No, it's a huge part of yeah. his life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Katie, did you have any questions for Dylan? No? I've got a I've got yeah. a question for you, Dylan. Um, so okay. you just had a birthday a few few days ago, right? You just turned twenty. I did, right? yeah. Happy birthday. Happy belated Happy birthday. birthday. Thank um, you very much. Did you do something exciting and fun? Um, no, it was like the lamest 20-year-old birthday ever. I felt like I just turned 10. We all like <laughs> sat around my friend's apartment and, you know, had a couple of drinks and watched Friends and played like Yu-Gi-Oh. Hey, that sounds like amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you know what, man? It's because it's on Netflix now, and me and my buddies, like I said, we've had a few drinks, and we were sitting around, and like, oh, hey, Yu-Gi-Oh's on Netflix, and then that turned into <laughs> us going to Walmart and buying Yu-Gi-Oh cards and sitting around, you know, intoxicatedly playing Yu-Gi-Oh till like, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's not like I was, like, raving at a club, you know, getting <laughs> bottle service and stuff. <laughs> Got plenty Nothing of years. Like got plenty of years left to do that. Well, at least you yeah, celebrated yeah, with exactly, friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and you've done an, a pretty equal amount of television and film. Uh, do you have a preference? I mean, you came out last year with uh, you were Zach Morris in the Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. Lifetime movie, right. which I watched, of so course, I. as <laughs> I grew up watching Saved by the Bell. Um, so, but you've done a lot of TV and a lot of film. What do you prefer to do? I, you know what? They both have their merits. I mean, I've, I've done a lot more television than I have film, and I, and I started off doing television, so I'd say that's definitely where I feel most comfortable. Uh, that being said, you know, they're, they're two, two very different, uh, worlds. You know, you film a television show and everything is very fast paced and go, go, go and, and, and get as much as you can done. Uh, where as a film, you know, when you're filming a feature, might film like two pages a day and you'll be sitting around a lot and it's just mm. a lot slower pace. So it's, it's two very different things, but I, I, I enjoy doing both uh, for different reasons. And like I said, they both have their merits. Um, TV has made me very, very sharp and, and, and very quick. Whereas, you know, film, I, I've really been able to do more and more steps and, and, and into, uh, you know, some meteor parts, which was uh, which was a nice change of pace. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I couldn't pick to be honest. They're <laughs> they're very they're, they're two totally different things to me. And tell us what you're working on now. Uh, I got a few things coming down the barrel. Unfortunately, I'm not quite at liberty to discuss them oh. quite yet. But um, <laughs> w- once I can, I mean, you know, trust will be the first uh, person to know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, it's the life of an actor, right? I mean, when it rains, it pours, you know, feast of famine. So uh, right now it's it's a little bit slower, but, uh, you know, it's it's February, so pilot season's uh, coming up, and I know, you know, everyone goes down to L.A. for that, so I'll probably make the trip down there too. Awesome. Well, I'm sure I speak for us when I say you will knock every audition out of the park. And <laughs> let me ask you this then, Dylan. I read that some of your favorite um, actors, uh, A-listers like Robert Downey Jr. and Johnny Depp and Will mm-hmm. Smith, to name a few. Uh, are they your acting inspiration? And wouldn't it be just a dream come true for you to someday act with them? Oh, my gosh. You have no idea. And that's... <laughs> Another such a tough question when people ask me, oh, who who is my favorite actor? I mean, Mm. 
I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I there's there's a million of them that I love for different reasons, and there's there's things that I take from all of them and try to incorporate it into my performance. Um, I, I mean, they're they're the best of the best, and you really aren't going to learn, you know, much or for from anyone better than those guys. So. I mean, just to be able to go and watch a movie on the weekend and, and watch these guys do what they do best and to know that, you know, by doing that, I'm learning. It's it's awesome. And to know that one day I might be able to work with those guys, mm-hmm. it, it keeps me motivated and, and driven for sure. So fingers crossed one day. <laughs> I'm sure that day will come. And in the meantime, fingers are crossed. And you're working super hard. You're still a really young actor and you're forging such a already successful career. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm having a lot of fun too, and you know what? That's all that matters, and I'm I'm looking forward to what the future holds. So, absolutely. Well, we look forward to hopefully maybe even seeing yes. uh, Teen Dean or yourself as a younger Dean in maybe more episodes to come in Supernatural. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you so much, Dylan, for talking with us. We wish you were actually here with us in person. But thank you so much for joining us at Afterbus TV and talking to us t- this evening about Teen Dean. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And where can where can everybody find you? To get your social media. Uh, social media, you can find me at Dylan Ev, B-Y-L-A-N-E-V-Z. That's Twitter. Uh, Facebook, I've got an official page on Facebook. Instagram, little embarrassing name, it's at Bare Knuckle Pikey. That's a Snatch reference in case anyone doesn't get it, the movie. Um, so, yeah, that's where you can find me. Wonderful. Thanks Absolutely. so much. Thank, Thank you, Dylan. Dylan. All right. Yes. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great night. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, that was what a sweetheart. So cool. Yeah, he yeah. is totally sweet. Absolutely. I can just see, like, probably all these girls right now, they're supernatural fans like us, are probably. Just going fangirling. I absolutely <laughs> love that he told us those advice tips from Jensen. Jared, Jared had told Jared. him. Yeah, Jared, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so, that's so amazing. And then he so incorporated cool. that, and he did such a good job. I mm-hmm. love hearing that from him. Mm-hmm. To be able to have that insight as an actor, mm-hmm. and I think that's what really made it. As well as he's an amazing young actor, and like he said, there's nobody that knows Dean as well as Dean, aside from Jared. He's the mm-hmm, next closest mm-hmm. thing. So, th- I mean, it is, you're getting advice from somebody that's, and and going to tell you if you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really, really great. Yeah. It was so great. But I think we should get right into tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. We opened up the episode with seeing, like, people disappearing out of their clothes, basically, and this flash of light that this person disappeared. And there was someone who actually had seen it or heard it happen. Then it cuts over to Sam and Dean, and he's like, yo, like, bro, <laughs> people are disappearing and they're just leaving their clothes behind. I mean, what was your initial thoughts? What did you guys think it was? Like a demon? What did you initially think it was? I did not know what to think. Mm-hmm. I was I was like, what is that thing around his neck? I, they didn't focus on it long mm-hmm. enough that I could understand what he was holding when he was mm-hmm. clamping it down and then making the light happen and the people disappear and the clothes stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, like, we were like, is he a demon, or, like, what's he... They didn't really zoom up on that yet, so we just saw the flash of light. The only thing I have to say about maybe having a kind of some sort of clue about mm-hmm. what it is is the fact that when every episode they do the previously on Supernatural, and they, they kind of recap us, and Rowena, Rowena was in that recap, so I'm mm-hmm. like, she has to have something to do, even if it's just, like, remotely, small, yeah, remotely related to it, but it had to be something witchy. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then we did later on see it was in fact a hex bag, mm-hmm. which was super cool. We were like, is it? I mean, I thought for a second, is it Rowena? And I was like, why would she be doing this? But it does go on to show that uh, Dean ends up being at a bar who meets Tina. They kind of share a drink, bond a little about their childhood, stories about each of their fathers. And then she goes to leave and he sees the guy go after her and follows her as the gallant man that Dean Winchester is. I have to say about this whole moment with Tina and Dean, I just really liked their little chemistry thing. Mm -hmm. And and I remember talking about when we first started this season, there was an article that I read that Mm -hmm. Dean was going to find love this season. And I just really saw a connection there. I mean, of course, with the end of the episode, we see what Mm -hmm. happens. So I don't I don't know if (laughs) I have, you know, some thoughts about how this could possibly still happen. But I just really liked that connection between the two of them. Well, you could tell right from the beginning of that scene that she was eyeing him. She wanted to talk to him. And she, you know, and we later find out she has three ex-husbands. So perhaps maybe not the right girl for Dean. <laughs> but I agree with you. I really liked their chemistry. I liked their conversation. It just seemed easy and effortless. Yeah. And so and I felt like they even had a little bit in a little bit in common. So it was it was nice it was nice mm-hmm. to see Dean with a girl that actually you felt like had some substance to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they actually met because she overheard him talking about a guy called JP who was the guy who was first abducted, I guess we could call it. And uh, I guess that's where then the relationship develops. So then we see Dean. Uh, well, actually, we see, yeah, we see Dean follow Tina out with this guy, random guy. And then we see the flash of light again and her disappear and the clothing just there. He's like investigating it. And then the guy comes up behind him. Boom, flash of flash of light. And then we have teen Dean right there. I mean, thankfully, we know so they're not cool. dying. Yeah. yeah, thank gosh we didn't know nothing bad was going to happen. Actually, something bad happened to JP. Well, he, that's he true. Well, we don't know what happened. Soup. Oh, we do know what happened. But I mean, at first we didn't. Right. I was like, are they just torturing him? And then, yeah, I, he was too scrawny, wasn't he? He was too thin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at first, soup. when they were disappearing, yeah, I wasn't sure if they were going to be gone for good. But then once I also knew that it was Teen Dean, I'm like, okay, wait, they can't disappear completely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was good that we found that out. And we obviously know why they were giving them cake. It wasn't to poison the kids. It was to, to fatten, fatten them, them up. Mm-hmm. Because that's why American t- kids taste so much better than <laughs> European kids. Because European kids are gamier. Yeah. But American kids are fatter. So they, they have marbling. I'm, I'm such a steak eater, so I'm relishing in this right now. <laughs> buttery. Yeah, buttery. Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they loved the, uh, the American kids because they just. The witch did indeed. And we go butter. on to see, I mean, Teen Dean escapes. He goes back to Sammy. Absolutely. Sam's reaction was hands down. One amazing, two funny, and just oh. so jarred. I mean. Before he escaped, when Tina said, go, I know you'll come back, mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, she really trusts Trust him. him. I was just really into this whole Dean You love her. Yeah. <laughs> You're shipping Tina and Dean right now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we go on to find them when they come back to save Tina. It is the story, a twisted version that we've never heard before of the fable Hansel and Gretel. And uh, then it goes into, uh, it goes into, uh, the witch. Well, before we get there, can we just talk about the little scene in the car? Mm-hmm. 
and how cute it was and how yeah. Dean was going to drive. And they're like, wait a second, you haven't. And he's talking about how he fell in love with a Taylor Swift song. And this thing's going every which direction and he can't control it. And I just could not handle all the jokes that were in this There were so many adult jokes. So many. And I think Matt Cohen, who was in here last week, he definitely called a few things. He was like, the humor's going to be amazing. And he said that Dean would not be able to drive the Impala and that would kind of somewhat kill him. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> so it was, it was very interesting to see a teen Dean not be able to enjoy everything that he loves. Yeah. But we did. As, as a teen. Yes, true. As a younger As a version. But he had some hilarious lines. Had some great lines. <laughs> they really did. So I'm sorry. So go back to, we've got oh, the witch, the witch now. Um, yes. <clears throat> which I didn't know if it was going to be Rowena or not. Yeah. yeah we saw Until pl- he said, he, she made me eat Gretel's heart and mm-hmm. I'm Hansel. I was like, okay. So it's not, you know, it's not Rowena because mm-hmm. they're going to have to destroy this witch. Mm-hmm. And I hunters. just love how Supernatural goes into these stories. I mean, they've done it for seasons. Like, we mm-hmm. got, you know, The Wizard of Oz, and we have Hansel and Gretel. Right. I mean, those are just the last two episodes, mm-hmm. but... Over the ten that. seasons, they've definitely incorporated their yeah. share of fairy tales or fables or so mythology good. even, which adds to the story so much more, makes it that much more interesting. Because mm-hmm. we all know those stories from your childhood. Mm-hmm. So you've grown up hearing them. And hearing... Hansel talk about the story. I, I thought he was telling the truth, and I felt really bad really for him. Did. So I had no idea he was going to call it and be like, gotcha! Half of me was like, oh, he's like, should I buy this? And then the other half of me was like, whoa, like, this could be true. I believed him, but then when it happened that he turned and knocked them over the head or whatever he did, mm-hmm. I was just like, I should have known, because this show has so many twists and turns and so exciting. <laughs> Did you think that they were going to, like, you know how the witch mentions that she's going to, she killed JP and put mm-hmm. him in the stew, but he wasn't very good. <laughs> but then, did you think maybe they were going to save uh, Tina and she wasn't going to, maybe she was going to keep Tina for, for longer and not actually cook her up? I thought she was going to cook her. You thought, thought she was going to cook her right to. away? Yeah. I I, I, mean, I well, thought that she was going to wait on it, but then she's like, nope, you're going to be a great little sweet chili glaze. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, technically, <laughs> I did think they were going to save her. But if we're talking about the witch, the witch, yeah, I not, definitely no. thought I she was a goner. She, she was a goner. Yeah. I want to know what I would be. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Consult with the witch. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we see Sam and Dean come in. Hansel has betrayed them, lied to them. And there's like a struggle. There's a fight. That breaks out between them. Of course, they end up winning. Dean steals or clasps off Hansel, the hex bag. He's able to switch back to himself just in time to stab him, kill him. And then it so the goes on. Put the witch into the incinerator slash oven mm-hmm. and kill her. But maintain control. Did and you they think he Tina. was going to? I, I never felt like he was going to get out of control, although I was questioning if Sam was thinking his actions were already out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't, they were necessary. Right. Mm-hmm. They were necessary, but I was just worried that like after he did the things that he had to do, that it would just take over him. But I was very impressed that he kept it together. And Sam even references that in the end. He's like, I say we have a win. Like, you kept it under control. Well, I was really glad <laughs> that Winchester. they... I was really glad that they saved Tina. And then we go on to see Tina, and he, they're like, how are you going to change me back? Because the hex bag gets burned. And she kind of comes to the conclusion where she's like, well, maybe we don't. Maybe I still like this. Exactly maybe like Maybe it's a second said. chance. A second chance. Which is such a great opportunity. I wonder in life how many people... 
if given that opportunity, would, would take, take that it. second chance and go back and change things about what they did. I wanted to ask the two of you, would you guys do it? The exact same scenario or just a second chance? The same scenario. Like, if you okay. were in her shoes, would you say, okay, you know what? It's okay. Like, That's, we don't have to find yeah. an answer. Let's That's just so hard this. to think about, but I mean... I would do it. Why not? I wouldn't. I would, I would, I would do it and only partially because I had a really, really tough, not to get into too many details, but I had a really tough childhood. I got picked mm-hmm. on a lot as a, as a little kid mm-hmm. and bullied a lot as a, as a child growing up. And I would almost now knowing I should have probably stood up for myself more instead of being so quiet. I should have stood up for myself and not like allowed it or not let it affect me the way that it did because it mm-hmm. hurt and you cry and stuff and maybe just going, this is just a phase and, and don't worry what these yeah. people think of you and don't it, let it get to yeah. you, but you do. So maybe something like that, especially thinking you're going to be 15 again and that is a difficult time for most kids. Well, and she's on her own too. That's the thing. But I like the fact that it leaves it open. Tina could very much well come back in. Absolutely. And speaking of Tina, we do have Wait, Madeline. Did, we, did you say you weren't going to change back? I wouldn't. You wouldn't go I back wouldn't because I don't know. I would just, I just want to live the one life and, you know, See I don't where know. It takes it's just, you. Yeah, exactly. But I just have to say about Tina maybe coming back. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, they can't fall in love because maybe I'm just stuck on this whole fall in love <laughs> thing between the two of them. But I mean, maybe they can because they can always get another hex bag and maybe she'll come back and be like, you know what? This was great trying mm-hmm. it out for a little bit, but I want to well, go Well, they back. can definitely reverse it. That was they can kind reverse of the option it. they gave her. And maybe, or maybe like add six years onto her so that she's a little bit older, <laughs> but she hasn't been gone through all the divorces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to know what uh, Tina herself thinks. And we have actress Madeline Arthur on the line who plays Tina in tonight's episode. We're calling her right now. We're calling her right now. So we are going to get her on the line. But yeah, I definitely want to know what Madeline's going to think. She played the character. And I definitely think, yeah, they can bring her back in. I don't know in what form. But I agree. They gave her the option of reversing the spell. And I think that could very much happen. Like you guys are saying, we see her later on the track. And she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I think that's definitely a possibility. I believe she's on the line. Oh, Madeline, are you there? Hi, yeah, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's great to talk to you. (laughs) Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And we've just been talking actually a little bit about Tina. And we were kind of throwing around some thoughts here. Uh, Katie, I think you were really, she's shipping. Katie here, my fellow co-host, and Lindsay are here. Hi. Hi. And Katie, Madeline, is really shipping the whole uh, teen Dean and Tina little connection that was going on. We oh, see your character at the end of the episode. She she takes her second chance and her, her opportunity and she remains a teen and we were kind of playing with the fact that that leaves your character really open she could come back into it. Yes, yeah, I mean, it does. She obviously, she doesn't die in it, so she could come back. I mean, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But, you know, it was a great episode to work on and if more come, be great too. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to see Tina back. I think Katie would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I really enjoyed, you know, in the very beginning before they were teens, their connection that they had. And then when they were teens mm-hmm. in that little dungeon area, the rooms mm-hmm. that they were in, uh, Dean went to leave and your character, Tina, she was like, you know what? Go find help because I trust that you'll come back. And I just felt like you had such trust for his character. I just, there was such a connection there. Oh. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And when they, when put in a situation like that, and 
um, for Tina to trust Dean like that. I mean, you know, she wanted him to him to be okay, and she, after spending that time with him in such a dangerous situation, she knew that you know he would do his best to get her out as well. Absolutely. And we were just actually speaking with your fellow co-host, Dylan Everett. What was the filming process like for you, Madeline? Did you enjoy your time on set? Did you uh, have a chance to even talk with Jared or Jensen? Yes, I, mean, I had so much fun on set. It was really cool to be a part of a show that's been along for so long. I mean, 10 years, a lot of people have been there since day one, and, you know, they've become really good at what they do, and they're quite the team. And Jared and Jensen, I did um, have a chance to chat with them and they're great guys they're super funny and they've got a great sense of humor and comedic timing so it was just a great show to work on yeah and you this isn't your first uh kind of supernatural sci-fi show you worked on you've previously been on shows like the tomorrow people and spooksville is that kind of genre something you'd like to act more in yeah, I mean, I love all genres, and it's been I've been fortunate enough to be a part of some sci-fi uh, sci-fi shows, and you know, I like the stories, and they're fun to play, great characters. So maybe I'll do some more sci-fi shows. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for now, it's it's been really great and supernatural. Um, it's it's a great show, and I know tons of people that are huge fans. So. Uh, yeah, it was really, really cool. Yeah, the Supernatural fans are absolutely amazing. I'm sure they have embraced you incredibly. <laughs> and and you won the Best supporting, uh, best Young Actress for Supporting and Recurring Actress for The Tomorrow People, correct? Yes, I did at the Joey Awards. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That was exciting. I mean, working on the Tomorrow People, it was a great casting crew on that, and everyone, uh, everyone was so welcoming. It was, it was definitely a fun time to get to work on that for a few episodes, and uh, another sci-fi, obviously. And yeah, it was, it was a different, different, but it was super, super great. Well, that's amazing for your career. Congratulations on your award. And your, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and your first role was playing Oliver and Oliver Twist, which is a theater production, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I was about six, and I played Oliver in a theater production, and I could only read French at the time, so someone had to tell me my lines whenever they came up. We did a read-through, and they'd be like, oh, here's your line, and I'd be like, okay, I guess I just had to memorize that quickly and say it out loud, so that's how it all started, and then here today, so. Do you, (laughs) are you still looking into doing more theater? Yeah, I mean, I like theater um, a lot. We don't have a huge, huge theater um, uh, presence in Vancouver, but I do enjoy doing theater. I mean, I just like interesting projects and stories and roles, and it's all it's all good fun. Good. Well, you've had the opportunity, Madeline, to work on some amazing projects already in your career, uh, including Big Eyes, uh, which was a huge blockbuster directed by uh, Tim Norton. Uh, and Amy Adams actually went on to win a Golden Globe for her role in that. Um, hearing that and seeing that, does that really inspire you more to know that, that one day could be you, that you actually worked with her on this? Yes, I mean, Amy, she's she's so amazing, and I'm just so happy. It was a very well-deserved win, and to be a part of Big Eyes was such a dream come true, working with Tim, Kristoff, everyone. It was, it was, I look up to them all so much, and, you know, just, it was, is an unforgettable experience, and to, to have her win the Golden Globe was, you know, I'm just so, so happy for her. Absolutely. And your eyes are gorgeous, though, by the way. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, it helped, helped with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to ask you, Madeline, what would be, like, your dream role to play? I'm, not, I'm sure every actor or oh. actress has that. I just wanted to ask you. My dream role? I mean, I don't 
so many roles that I'd love to play. I'd love to just explore so many different characters. I mean, one day I'd like to do a period piece, and one day I'd like to do, you know, a complete transformation where, like, Hillary Blank in Million Dollar mm-hmm. Baby. Like, you know, I'd love to do a sports movie like that. And <laughs> just there's so many and so many things that I'd love to do given the opportunity. Absolutely. I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunities mm-hmm. coming. And uh <laughs> Yeah, you you already have such a successful career as a young actress. Do you have any advice for other other teens like or young people in your like trying to do what you're doing right now? You know, just just go for it and just follow follow your passion and you know, don't don't take no for an answer and you have it in you and just always always believe in yourself. And I think I really believe that chance favors those who are prepared. So I think, you know, if you just keep following and working hard, um, eventually something good will happen. I definitely like those words, Madeline. Super positive. (laughs) Yes, always, always be positive. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good outlook to have. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, good. And power posing. Power posing always. (laughs) Girl power, girl, girl power. (laughs) So do you have social mediums that we can have people find you on? Yes, I do. I have Twitter, which is Madeline Arthur, so M-A-D-E-L-E-I-N-E-A-R-T-H-U-R. And I also have Instagram, which I love, uh, M-A-D-E-L-E-I-N-E, Arthur, A-R-T-H-U-R again, so both Madeline Arthur. Absolutely. And before mm-hmm. uh, before we let you go, Madeline, what are you currently working on? What can you tell us that you have upcoming? What can you tease? Well, I'm currently working on, I just did a really exciting short called Echo and Solomon. It's a, it's a sci-fi short in the dystopian world. And um, I'm also working, I'm shooting another short called The Wolf Who Came to Dinner next Ooh. week, um, which is in the Crazy Eight Film Festival and hopefully some other things to share soon. That's Yay. amazing. Well, great. Congratulations. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. You sound very, very busy, Madeline, and we look forward to seeing and following your career, absolutely, and hopefully also on Supernatural. Yes, yeah, that would be, that'd be great. <laughs> well, what do you think is going to happen with Tina's character? Do you think she's going to stay? Oh, I, I'm just, I know just as much as you guys. I, I know. <laughs> if she stays, I'd be happy, you know, but I'm happy with with the episode as well absolutely well here we go fingers crossed that we do see you return back otherwise we were so glad to be able to follow your career and thank you so much madeline for joining us tonight on Optimus my TV. pleasure my pleasure thanks for chatting with us have a fabulous night you too you too bye bye, bye. oh my gosh absolute sweetheart so thank you so much for calling in madeline oh my gosh her words of wisdom for the following your dream that was just Inspirational so for yeah. us, absolutely. Uh, I think we should get to prediction, ladies. Yes. We should. It's always nice though to hear when people hear young actors and then the older actors mm-hmm. because the advice is so different. Yes, half mm-hmm. the older actors are like, "Don't do it. Yes. <laughs> Figure something else." That where the young actors are like, "Go after it. You can do it." And I think that that's something that you always kind of need to keep with you yes. is that. You have to just believe it and go for it. And another great piece of advice saying that you have to work hard. It's not just going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to work hard, mm-hmm. then where's the feel good in it if you haven't worked for it? Right. Dreams don't work unless you do. Yeah. Like, I mean, you really want it. If you're, if you're working hard for it and then it happens, it makes it that much. Yes. Katie, do you want to kick us off with predictions? My predictions are 
I was hoping, it's more of like a hoping thing, <laughs> that the Tina and Dean happen. And if not that, if not that, I really think it would be interesting and cool to see Dean have somebody. So I, I'm hoping that it goes that way. So a future love interest for Dean. Yeah. And for Sam, too. Sam deserves some loving, too. He does. He really <laughs> does. They both do. Yes. <laughs> and Cass, too. Oh, yeah. We can't be, we haven't seen Casper now. A few episodes. Yeah. Well, we do see next week that they're going to be in some sorority house mm. and online. So maybe Dean will find love. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorority go, girl. Um, that could be interesting. That sounds uh, more like the Dean we know. That sounds more like the <laughs> Dean we know and not yeah. the one that was connecting with Tina like he was in this episode. Uh, we do know that Kane is going to be coming back in, season, in episode 14. So that's two episodes from now. Uh, I'm hoping now since we got a little teaser of back to the Rowena storyline that I actually thought this whole episode that Rowena had sent the witch and Hansel and Gretel to mm-hmm. take out Sam and Dean. Because remember, she she fa- she wanted to find out where the blade was and get all that stuff. So I know she wants to take out Sam and Dean. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe that was her putting the other witch up to it. Okay. I was wrong. But well, yeah. I thought that she was a major part of that and... We found out that she's actually spying on Rowena for the mm-hmm. Grand Coven mm-hmm. because Rowena is misbehaving. Yep. So I'm I'm excited to see a more of a backstory with the Coven, mm-hmm. the Grand mm-hmm. Coven, yes. and what happened with little Fergus, um, <laughs> oh. little Crowley when he was just a young lad, and that whole story there. So I'm really looking forward to that. I hope that we can get that this season. So that's my prediction that we're going to get the Rowena and Crowley backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, sometime this season. Okay. Well, I love your predictions, you guys. Uh, it's unfortunate Tom can't be with us this evening. I always love his predictions as well. As for my predictions, um, I think I'm going to say there's going to be, touching on the Rowena subject, we're definitely going to see the Grand Coven, but touching on Dean and Sam with the first blade, I definitely think there's going to be, I think Rowena's going to go head to head with Sam and Dean. I know she's already making her moves and manipulating Crowley. But I think since she's after the blade and is probably going to attempt to steal it again, I think they're going to go up against each other. Like you kind of thought this might have something to do with her then getting the witch to attack them. Mm. I think something is going to happen. And I don't know what. I I wish I knew. (laughs) But that's what the fun is. You know, we see what our predictions are and see what happens. So Mm -hmm. that's my prediction for now. And I'm just super excited to see Kane come back and see what's going to happen with that. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a very interesting episode. So you guys tune in next week for an all-new Supernatural. Katie, where can they tweet you, Instagram you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell and Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Tweet us anything you want using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so we can get all your questions, answer them, and talk to you guys. And, yeah, Michaela. Uh, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. You guys, like Lindsay said, use the hashtag, hashtag ABTV Supernatural. Comment below. Give us a like. We love hearing your thoughts. We will reply. And you can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Phillips and on Instagram at Michaela Phillips. Thank you, Afterbuzzers, for tuning in. Remember, you can catch us this time next week for an all-new Supernatural. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.